Moon Knight is very brutal guy. Like um, one of his biggest phrases or catchphrases is that he wears all white, not to disappear. Like some people wear all black, you know, uh, Punisher to hide in the shadows and stuff like that. Moon Knight wants to wear all white. So, you know, he's coming. Mm. You can see him coming. What up, guys? It's CJ. I'm here with Mike and Richie. Richie! Another episode of Superhero Sunday we're going to get into. But before we do, like always, stop. Spoiler alerts. Before we talk about this show, Moon Knight, go watch it. I don't know why you haven't watched it yet. Go watch it. When you do, come back and join us. Make sure you like and subscribe because any and all support is greatly appreciated. And it helps us impact the community by honoring real-life heroes, man. So... Let's do a quick cheers. I got uh, Spider-Man today. Damn it, I forgot my mug. <laughs> it doesn't matter, man. Damn it. You're out. No cheers for you. <laughs> Let's go ahead with his boba. Let's go ahead and dive into some fun, fun topics, man. Um, Moon Knight. Moon Knight came, man. And um, I got to say, for Marvel, for Marvel, their standards are up here, man. We got to say their standards are high. And I'm going to say Moon Knight was solid. I was expected to be like blown away and amazed, but I liked it. I'm going to say I liked it. I wasn't blown away or, or amazed by anything, but I'm going to say I like it so far. And I'm really looking forward to see where this series goes. Um, but episode one, I thought it was solid. I don't know, Mike, do you think it's the best first episode for a Disney Plus series so far? What, no. what do you think, man? Absolutely. No? Absolutely not. Um, uh, the best first episode is probably going to go to Loki. I want to say Loki. Richard, what do, you, what do you think, man? Best first Disney Plus episode so far. Uh, yeah, I I think I'm I'm with you guys with the Loki thing, but this was really good. I, I It was really good, though. Yeah, I, I really, say. really like this first episode. Like, I, I, I mean, to each of their own, right? Yeah. I forgot I was watching... Uh, an episode when it mm. cut out at the end when you know after the bathroom scene when when mm-hmm. Moon Knight walks into the camera and then it goes into like the credits I'm like oh crap I... <laughs> what the heck? you got yeah. to next week bro yeah 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 I completely forgot I was watching a show that that's how invested I was in because I was just the way they they, they got you in the mind some the mental with the disorder uh-huh. mental health issues Mm-hmm. Uh, ah, man, they really played it well. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, just, it was crazy. And plus, yeah. the action. Or really, there wasn't that much action, but like they did such such a good job in making you believe that you just saw something action packed, <laughs> but it wasn't. Yeah, I, I yeah. Don't know. yeah. It, it, I, I, I really, really liked it. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it too. Um, even uh, my wife Lucky was like, I'm intrigued. She's like, I like this show. It has a good, good vibe to it, man. Uh, Mike, man, first episode, um, what's, what's your first overall kind of thoughts on it, man, um, first episode? Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was solid. It wasn't anything, like you said, mind-blowing or uh, them breaking new ground or how they did things, but I think it was really solid start, and I hope that it stays this level of intensity and that and I really do hope that you go back in this first episode and kind of like how after like the third or fourth, ep- I think the third episode of WandaVision, where it gave you more information. And when you guys went back, you're like, oh, that's what the first first episode was about. You know, when different things started happening, 
yeah realizing that it was the sword you know infiltrating the the town with stuff yeah i hope you get more of that kind of information where you go back to the first episode and you're like ah yeah uh, i think they're definitely gonna do that because there's a lot of little things where you're like what like why did that happen well, but yeah you, you're right and especially there's so many moments when when, when he's not himself right when mm-hmm. steven mm-hmm. is mark. not himself he turns into mark or moon knight mm-hmm. and they didn't show those parts so hopefully they do go back and reflect on those moments that we didn't see at that time yeah from the mark's pers- pers- perspective or yeah you're right i was thinking like maybe you won't get to see like from mark's perspective but you might get to see from somebody else that viewed that that event happening whether it be caught on camera or maybe one of the people or maybe it's from Ethan Hawke's character where mm-hmm. he kind of like tells him like I saw what you did to those people and then it'll cut back to him watching because if you remember he was walking up watching what was going on mm-hmm. so you might get it from his perspective or you know just somebody else's perspective when you see it happening yeah and um, you really get to see how brutal Mark Spector is yeah um I, I mean, I see what they did at the end of the episode, and it's a great like cliffhanger where, like Richard said, like after you see him walk towards the camera and then it cuts the. I was, I guess, I got the other reaction to it where I was like, "That's lame." <laughs> <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to see more of it. Yeah, like it builds you up to it happening, him transforming, becoming Moon Knight, right? And even the fight with you know Wolf or whatever it was. It was really short-sighted, and you got to see minimal of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wanted to see more. Like I want to see more of what's going on. Right? Yeah, yeah. I I definitely wanted to see more of that fight, man. And that's c- kind of true too. Like saying you want more, you want more. Um, some people were kind of complaining. They're com- complaining about um, you know most of the trailer was in this first episode, mm-hmm. and I'm like. That's actually a good thing. That means there's a lot more we haven't seen, like that we're gonna be surprised about. You know, maybe some cameos, or just the whole perspective of how, um, like I said, Mark Spector, his perspective, and Steve, and then see more Moon Knight. It's like we have a lot more to go. Um, I don't know how many episodes in this series have they announced that yet, or they did, but I don't remember how many. I think there might be like six. They uses so far we've seen six to eight episodes in these series, so. We have a lot to go. So if we got everything in one episode from the trailer. We have potentially five to seven more episodes where you're like, we haven't seen anything. So we don't know what to expect. So I think that was pretty good that Marvel did that. Uh, for me, I really, really like that. But I like the first episode. I enjoyed it. Um, it. It makes me want more. Like Richard said, at the end of it, you're like, come on, man. Like, don't leave me on that cliffhanger like that. But, but I guess the big topic is, uh, of course, mental illness. Like Richard mentioned, you know, um, we kind of got into a mind or got to see like someone with mental illness and what they go through. And I was, you know, talking to Mike about this too. Um, we we're kind of going back and forth about, you know, do we like it? You know, Mike kind of compared it to Legion because Legion was another person who has, you know, multiple personalities. And I kind of thought Marvel or with Moon Knight, they approached it differently, like a different perspective of someone with mental illness. But we got to actually see like the inconvenience of it, um, him having to tie himself to his bed every night, you know, having to put sand around his bed. Just to, you know, see if he actually got up, putting tape on the doors is like, 
all that stuff you got to do every single night like that's really inconvenient man. you can't just go to sleep wherever you want no you have to do all these you know i guess precautions just to go to sleep his love life you know he missed his date which really really sucked um that girl was really pretty too she came up to him like oh we're going out to stakes he missed his date because he was you know this other character and he missed it with like two days Mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. and so um their love life is is not really there they suffer in that but also with um just i guess social connection mike and i were saying like his only two friends well actually three friends was a guy who was like a statue <laughs> and he could talk to him um his goldfish mm-hmm. and, and also his this mom this lady's talking to on the phone he calls her mom and is like is that really another person on the other line like i don't know richard man oh good no I think he's just leaving messages. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, when they first show him talking to him, he's like, okay, I'll call you back. And it, it, it felt like he was just leaving a voicemail. And, and it just sounds like that's the only type of way he's talking to his mom is through a voicemail. For all we know, she's probably dead or something. Or she's mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too, man. Yeah, it's just like you said, we get to see a life of somebody with some mental illness and just... What they go through. I don't know, Mike. What would you think more uh, about that uh, and it, how Marvel approached that? I think you were you were right on, right when you said that Marvel approached it in a different way, but they approached it. I think you said in more grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. With Legion, he, each of his personalities had different powers. You know, that was this whole mutant thing. So of course, his different personality and his take on the whole thing is a lot more elaborate, a lot more uh, out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven and um, Mark Spector or all depends on how many personalities they go with. Um, it's a little more, like you said, a little more grounded. He just doesn't know what the other person's living, but what life the other person's living yeah. so far. Mark is the one that set up that date with that girl because <laughs> I'm sure Mark is not a vegetarian. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just little things like that. And who knows, like maybe Mark set up this whole thing where Mark's probably the one that got him the goldfish or got him a new goldfish because he went from goldfish with one fin to goldfish yeah. with two fins. Yeah, normal fish. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he accidentally killed the goldfish. I don't know. That's like you said, we, we might see more in the future, like different takes on like Mark's, like how do you set up that date? Mm-hmm. What happened to that fish? Um, there's other things that we haven't seen from his side of the story of how things are going so yeah man um what do you think richard about this his life so far man he's kind of a guy who's kind of awkward too right and and kind of like the i don't know you see like a pushover you know he like kind of lets people kind of walk over him what do you think about that uh, richard he he portrayed the life of someone with mental illness who does not have a lot of friends like that's that that's what it is And, and it shows why he doesn't have a lot of friends because the person the real person he could actually have like talk to about his own feelings is a guy who pretends he's a statue yeah you know what i mean like that's sad and the way that his his supervisor just kind of just trucks over him she's a jerk man like she's she's lovely (laughs) so mean man yeah man so i mean and I mean, it just kind of shows like, and again, I keep saying this, but they really did a good job portraying, you know, someone with mental mental health issues because I've seen it firsthand and, and it's just, unfortunately they are treated not so good in real life. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah, they, because, they're mistreated. Because yeah, there's, yeah they're, they're mistreated. And yeah, I get it because there's a lot of people who don't have the patience to deal with them. But it's going to be kind of cool to see how, when, when he's going to be able to start controlling his personalities 
and and see how how that works out because uh, it, I I couldn't stop like like not think of when he transforms or when he comes in in and out of his different personalities. Like first thing that came to my mind was me myself and Irene when <laughs> when Jim Carrey's character switches from Hank switches to Hank and you just hear like the drums. <laughs> <laughs> the drum solo as, as as he's transforming and that's what like that's what crept into my mind i couldn't help but like not think of that you know you know what else um i realized that the thing with conchu the whole thing where he's like in his head yeah that real venom vibe exactly yeah venom totally yes but yeah. a little better much better yeah, i agree better it's because i think conchu isn't as corny or tacky like mm-hmm. Venom was. Mm-hmm. It is it is funny that even Kanchu is treating Steven, the one with, you know, effectively the mental illness, terribly. He says, <laughs> the, the what do you say, the stupid guy it has the body now. Give it to the <laughs> other guy. Give the body to the other guy. Like even Kanchu, who is this, you know, God, is treating him like crap. And he yeah. wants the other guy. He doesn't want Steven. He wants the other guy. Yeah, but you're right. The, the show, I guarantee you that he's going to be wanting Steven. I like that. That would be interesting to see. I think Mark is the overall like spec ops, you know, mercenary type guy. But at the end, when all things are going down, I think he's going to need Steven and his knowledge. Mm, to figure you're right. Out. Yeah, because he was really knowledgeable. And um, like I said, the, the Egyptian, all the gods from, from back then. And so... Yeah, man. So, yeah, you're right. They might have to really work together towards the end to make it really, really flow and work. Uh, that'd be cool to see. What I want to see is I wish this was rated R, though. You guys agree with me? Like, I think this show, it needed to be like on, um, you know, Netflix Marvel series kind of rated R with Daredevil, Punisher. I think it needs to be on that level. Um, I, I'm, I think it's going to be good still. But imagine if this was rated R. Like that scene that we saw in the first episode, um, or actually all the action scenes, um, you got to see some kind of fights here and there. But that scene where you beat up that dog-looking thing, imagine if that was a rated R version. You had to see that whole fight, Mike. What do you think about rated R for Moon Knight? Do you think it would be better, or what do you think? Uh, I'm sure it's it's one of those characters. And I think I've spoke with it. I spoke about it before, where Moon Knight is very brutal guy. Like um, one of his biggest um phrases or catchphrases is that he wears all white not to disappear like some people read all black you know uh, punisher to hide in the shadows and stuff like that moon knight wants to wear all white so you know he's coming mm. you can see him coming wow yeah because he wants you to you know where he is that's savage yeah yeah he's he's gonna come he's like that old school football like he's gonna run down your throat just put it in eye formation and just ram it. <laughs> so that's where he's going to come for you right down the middle. Mm-hmm. And he's going to tell you, try to stop it. Nice. Yeah. And um, I really think maybe later on when we see those other point, uh, points of views from somebody else, you'll get to see how savage he is. Hopefully. That's what I'm hoping. Because yeah. um, I really want to see that. I really want to see Disney like step up and say, okay, this is a mature one. This is, you know. This is where it needs to be. Yeah. Um, Richard, man, what do you think? Rated R Moon Knight? You think it would be, is that a good good decision that, that it should be done that way? Or what, what do you think? I mean, just about everything will will be better if it was rated R when it comes <laughs> right? to yeah. 
I mean, if, if you were to ask me, would a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles be better if it was rated R? Hell yeah, it would be, because then you'd see you'd see how it is in the comics with heads getting knocked off and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Would Miss Marvel be better in rated R? Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Some movies, I don't know if a rated R version would be better, but this one for sure is just needs. It has that vibe to it where it has the kind of horror thing to it with Kanju, you know, appearing here and there in the shadows. How savage he's beating up people, like in that scene in the truck when that guy, you know, falls out the back. Lucky shot him in the head. I don't know what he did to him, but it's like, imagine if you saw that. Like that would have been like pretty crazy. So. I mean, they showed the graphic a bit. Like that's that's yeah. usually a little bit more than what Disney would give you. Disney, yeah. uh-huh, right. The beginning, of the show started off pretty dark. If you ask me, the beginning was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Whose whose feet like tingled when? Kind <laughs> <laughs> of. That I was mine. Okay, feet. that part was kind of like okay, you got my attention, Marvel. <laughs> All right, Moon Knight. Let's let's see what you what else you got. It's it started off and set a tone. It really did. Yeah. Like, Yo, I'm who's walking on glass? This guy. Yeah, yeah. You get I gotta say, yeah, the opening scene was probably one of the best so far in, in a Disney Plus show. Now I mean if you think about it, I don't know. Uh Loki was he just arrived at the TVA and we we're kinda like, I don't know what's going on. But then the opening scene, we've got to find out the stones are like worthless over there. So that was kind of mind blowing. Um like Wanda. Wanda wasn't really nothing kind of open scene wasn't crazy uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier it was just you know good action nothing really crazy I gotta say is out of this and, and, and Loki for that opening scene because this was crazy I, I like when he took the sip and he smashed it I was like no way he's gonna do something with that glass uh, what about no what about Hawkeye <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, man. That that uh, that play was pretty rad. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it was embarrassing. You got to see Thanos was right. It written on the little <laughs> on the urinal. Yeah. So I might go with uh, this opening scene as my favorite because it was like I did not see that coming. Like no way this dude was going because nobody knew what to expect. Yeah. But it was definitely not that. Yeah, definitely had some glass put in your shoe. It was like, what is he, this guy doing? So yeah, you're right. It was a great opening scene. Yeah, I think I have PTSD from that. Just like oh, this is <laughs> my pink. I can feel my pinky. Right. That, that looks that looks worse than kicking the corner of your bed or something. And yeah, man. That's he didn't flip. He didn't flip. Yeah, he he didn't. It's like he like he wants pain. Like he enjoys pain or something. Like I don't know what it, more about much about his character. I want to see Nobody how they kind of flash him out. Everybody thinks that he's somebody that he's not supposed to be. Like, they say he's this person, but everybody thinks he's somebody else. See, I, I don't know, man. I want to see more about him. Like, why would he do that? So, I got to say, I'm just excited for uh, Moon Knight. Uh, like I said, it looks really good. And I'm probably really excited because it's a new character. You know, for the last, what, 13, 14 years, we've seen the same, you know, cycle characters with the Avengers. I'm glad in Phase 4 we're getting new, new people, man. Um, like I said, Moon Knight... K Bishop and um, next, I guess, is going to be Miss Marvel, which like, so I'm not looking forward to that. But Shang-Chi. it's something new. Shang-Chi. That's right. Shang Chi is new, so yeah, I'm excited what they're doing, and uh, I'm glad to see new characters come in. 
And Moon Knight looks great, man. I think he looks. I like the suit. If the Punisher makes a cameo, that would be that. that just that just gonna be a lot of blood. <laughs> that be said, but you know what's really cool, Richard, is like this can really lead up to the group, um, the Midnight Suns, right? Midnight Suns, Richard, man, like that's Moon Knight, Ghost Rider, Punisher, Blade, Doctor Strange. Is somebody else missing? I forget. That's a weird um, group. But it's funny because that's that's another person that they said that's going to show up is Blade. Blade already popped up in, in Eternals, mm-hmm. um, which is another new character that I didn't mention that, that um, Phase 4 introduced. Characters, just to say. The yeah, Black man. Knight. The Black Knight was in uh, Eternals at the end. So, man, that would be crazy. I think the Black Knight, is, is he part of the Midnight Suns? Probably not. He could be, but I don't think so. No, and Marvel, they probably throw him in there just to or knowing MCU, I should say, they might throw them in there um, if they do do that down the line. But that's really cool, man. If you get all those characters um, in the MCU, like I said, we got Moon Knight, we got Doctor Strange, Blade is coming, but I want to see Ghost Rider. And I hope they announce when uh, the Punisher, Berthal? Berth- John, John, John Berthal. John Berthal, when they announce him actually reprising his role, I cannot wait for that. I was going to say, I'm still upset with MCU when they said that the Blade movie is going to be PG-13. <laughs> There's another movie that has to be rated R, man. I mean, that's they terrible. can do it right. They they can you know have fun with it, but we've already had a blade that was rated R, and we all and it loved was it. glorious. It was amazing. It, was glor- it had glorious purpose. Glorious purpose! Yeah, yeah, man. The, it, <sighs> the first two movies so absolutely good. just amazing. The third one. Eh. And Ryan Reynolds comes in and just <laughs> <laughs> that, that must have been a Sony production. <laughs> yeah, they fell off on, on number three, but uh the first two were classics for sure. Bang. I don't know how they're gonna do Blade. It's gonna be the big thing with Blade 2 is that they're gonna compare that to Wesley Snipes. And it's like oh they are they are. They, they, I hope this guy who I believe is a great actor. Mm-hmm. I loved him in uh, Luke Cage as Cottonmouth. Yeah, he was great. Loved him. I was upset when they killed him. <laughs> he got beat by his own but mama or no, his cousin. Yeah. Yeah. I was so upset because I thought he was gonna be uh like kingpin level like guy because they had they showed him, they started giving him backstory, some depth, some substance, and then kill him. Oh. <laughs> got him up out of there man yeah, yeah he was great he was absolutely great i loved him first half of luke cage i mean the whole series the luke cage was good but that first half was just phenomenal it was a great great he series villain. again great actor but he's only going to show how great he is if the people around him are great because yeah. blade and wesley snipes had great people around great writers great director great special effects like, yes. Everything about it was great. I mean, they're, just, they're throwing MCU money at him, so I'm pretty sure. You know what? That's a good point. I think Moon Knight is going to kind of set the tone for these, um, I guess, more gory or more uh, brutal uh, uh, superheroes like Blade. If Moon Knight is is really great, then we can say, okay, we can kind of mirror Moon Knight on the level of you know, because I don't know if this is this even rated PG-13. This uh, show. There's no rating for it, right? I don't think so. But um, so if they kind of mirrored Moon Knight and how they do things, then I can say I can see the potential of Blade. But I don't know. It, it might still just want leaving us wanting more more uh, graphics to it. But 
I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see. On this show, we honor real life heroes. And on this episode, we're going to honor Ryan, who is a cardiac nurse. Ryan is a cardiovascular nurse working at a large community hospital in Los Angeles. He has been in nursing for 20 years. He previously worked as a phlebotomist and lab supervisor. Before this, he scooped ice cream and worked as a cashier and safety officer at a shooting range. He was inspired to go into the medical field by his parents who allowed him to play with a stethoscope and to listen to their and his own heartbeat. He's always had a calling to help others, especially in urgent or emergent situations. So nursing was a natural fit for him. Ryan worked during the pandemic. He says, and I quote, working during the pandemic was a challenge because of the rapid changes that had to be made to ensure the safety of the patients, the staff, and the public. There was lots of initial uncertainty and misinformation and us nurses had to prove our resilience to overcome and persevere. We learned that if we stand by the science and take the time to educate our patients one by one, that we can clear up their misunderstandings and enable them in turn to help spread the word of science and good healthcare. Ryan has been married for 15 years to another healthcare hero. They have two beautiful children, an 11 year old and a six year old. Ryan says he enjoys most outdoor activities. His favorite place is in the mountains where he loves to hunt, fish, backpack, climb, kayak, bike, run, stargaze, and tell stories around the campfire. He aspires to join a mountain search and rescue team where he can apply all of his healthcare and outdoor and mountaineering skills. Ryan, man, thank you, congratulations. You're a true hero. You worked really hard during the pandemic. Uh, we appreciate all that you do. Congratulations, man. Yeah, so that's gonna end another episode of Superhero Sundays. Tune in next week with some more fun topics. God bless you guys. Peace out. On this show, we honor real life heroes. And on this episode, we're going to honor Ryan, who is a cardiac nurse. Ryan, man, thank you. Congratulations. You're a true hero. You worked really hard during the pandemic. Uh, we appreciate all that you do. Congratulations, man. Yeah, so that's going to end another episode of Superhero Sundays. Tune in next week. We get into some more fun topics. God bless you guys. Peace out.